welcome back to another episode of Clone Yourself. My name's Sam Cabert, and I'm here to be your guide through this journey to help you identify those tedious, time-sucking tasks that are just straight up wasting your time. You know, as business owners, we need to be mindful of where we spend our time and spend it doing the things that actually bring in revenue. So in this podcast, you're going to learn how to work with virtual assistants so that you can focus on what really matters to your business, your strengths, and what I call your secret sauce. But you know, hiring a VA isn't as simple as it might seem. Oftentimes, we think we can just click a few buttons and send out some emails with directions, and then as if it were some sort of mystical solution guided by unicorns and rainbows, all your problems go away. No, unfortunately, VAs aren't magical elves with superpowers. They're people too. So with this in mind, we need to realize that we need to do some upfront planning to have success with virtual assistants. We need to look at VAs as if we were to hire them as employees. Now think about it for a second. If you've ever hired or trained an employee, And if you haven't, just think about the last time you were hired for a new job. There's a lot of work that's involved. Everything from crafting the job description, equipped with responsibilities, KPIs. KPIs, by the way, is a super formal term, right? But key performance indicators. It's how you're going to be evaluated with your new job. So anyways, with, with employees, there's a whole interview process. There's an onboarding process. And finally, of course, there's realizing that the new employee is going to have growing pains. Well, if we want to get rid of this overwhelm by the number of tasks and projects that we have on our plate, we're going to need to look at VAs as employees and do the upfront work before we ever even think about hitting that hiring button. And in this episode of Clone Yourself, I'm going to give you three options to help uncover the tasks that are just straight up wasting your time. Now, before we begin, have you listened to the first seven podcasts? You know, this is a sequential pod, so I highly recommend listening to these podcasts in order. In the last podcast, we talked about the differences between subjective and objective tasks and why I recommend to start with objective tasks for your virtual assistants. Now, as a reminder, an objective task is pretty black and white. It either gets done correct or incorrect. And that's the real reason why I recommend doing that first. It's There's no room for interpretation and it's great. Uh, it's a great way to train a VA and to give them feedback on how something needs to get done correctly. A subjective task is something that requires what I call artfulness, which may or may not be a made-up word. I haven't checked it out, but we're going to roll with it anyways. Artfulness is the opposite of black and white. It's the opposite of math. It's the opposite of right and wrong. A subjective task leads room for interpretation, and that's the reason why I do not suggest starting out with subjective tasks. 
Now, when hiring your first virtual assistant, I highly recommend to choose a tedious task that is mostly objective. Here are three ways you can uncover some of those objective, tedious tasks consuming your time. So the first way I recommend on uncovering where you actually spend your time and identifying objective tasks that we can outsource to virtual assistants is by using my time audit worksheet. So what exactly is it? Well, it's a Google sheet that pretty much is exactly what it sounds like. It's an audit of your time. For at least five consecutive days, bonus points if you do it for two business weeks, you'll be documenting where you spend your time. The sheet has lines set up for you to write in the amount of time you spend on any given task or project. The idea is if I were to ask you what you do in any given day, you could likely tell me what you do. But the reality is we have distractions. The time audit helps us to see the distractions and where we spend our time because of these distractions. I usually do the time audit once a year, but yeah, admittedly, no one likes the time audit. So that for that reason, I'm going to give you two other options to uncover tedious tasks. And with that, option number two is the delegate and conquer worksheet. This is just a simple three-column worksheet that you can download at cloneyourselftheletteru.com slash ROI. Once again, the link is cloneyourselfu.com slash ROI, and you can grab that link in the show notes as well. This worksheet is for you if you're 100% positive, you know all the tasks you do, and feel like the time audit would just be a waste of your time. Once you snag the worksheet, you'll see that you are simply plugging your task into columns based on the level of skill needed. Honestly, it's the easiest of the three options I'm giving you in this podcast. But to use this one, you really need to know and have a list of documented tasks that you and your team already do. Don't, do not use this worksheet if you don't have a list of tasks already. This worksheet is simply plug and play. It's not going to uncover the tasks that you do. If you're not sure the tasks that you do or you have a general idea but you don't really have them documented, then just go ahead and use the time audit worksheet. It's only five days. Okay, anyways, the third option is by downloading the Skills Thrills worksheet. And you can get this worksheet at the same link, cloneyourselfu.com slash ROI. This worksheet is actually a matrix. Again, with this worksheet, you'll need a list of the tasks that you do in your business. This one will help you uncover them a little bit, but you're still going to need a list of the tasks or at least have a list in your head. The Skills Thrills worksheet is a more in-depth version of the Delegate and Conquer worksheet from option two because there are a total of nine different boxes that your tasks may be plugged into when using this matrix style worksheet. This is extremely specific. When you download the Skills Thrills worksheet, you'll notice that the bottom left corner is almost like cherry picking. The bottom left corner will show you the tasks that are easiest to perform as well as to train. This is the section that I would recommend starting with when hiring virtual assistants. So there you go. You just learned three different ways to uncover tasks that your VA can do for you. Remember, when hiring for VAs, we want to look for our weaknesses. Weaknesses can either be tedious tasks wasting time 
or they can be the type of tasks that requires the skills we don't have. For example, I have no clue on how to build websites or edit videos. Yet, in the past three years, I've built over four websites and have two YouTube channels. I work with virtual assistants to build the websites and edit my videos. Now, remember that building websites and editing videos are actually subjective tasks, so they may not be the best task to do when getting started, but it's something you should know so that you can visualize what you'll be able to accomplish after hiring your first few virtual assistants. When getting started with VAs, look for those mundane and repetitive tasks that are simply just wasting your time. You'll clearly see these tasks after working with any of the three worksheets I just referenced. So are you ready for some homework? Go ahead and grab these worksheets by going to cloneyourselfu.com ROI and use the ones that resonate with you most. You can find the link in the show notes as well. So if you're running around or doing anything else where you just can't write down a website link at the moment, just remember, check out the notes at cloneyourselfu.com and look at podcast number eight. Secondly, remember how we talked about an accountability buddy in previous pods? Well, hit up your accountability buddy. This exercise of uncovering tasks is a great project to do with an accountability buddy. Third, just thank yourself. You've been consistently showing up and that's what matters most. Don't put pressure on yourself. There's no rush to do anything. Just breathe. We always feel better when we breathe, right? Your business is doing great. You're investing in yourself and you're gathering data. We all go at our own pace. So please don't feel overwhelmed. You can do this. With that, thank you again for showing up and listening to these tips. I can promise you that with a burning desire and having the consistency to show up daily, even if it's just in your thoughts and not in your actions, then you will ultimately find success in working with VAs. Just remember, VAs are like employees. There's no such thing as an overnight success and we're going to need to put the time into visualizing the tasks our VAs will be performing before even thinking about hiring and training a virtual assistant. I'll catch you on the next episode of Clone Yourself. Clone Yourself.